Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and the year of dystopocalypse continues with our needless commentary for this month, John Carpenter's Escape from L.A. Were we too mean? Did we enjoy it more than we should have? I don't know. You're going to have to listen to find out. But before we get to that, there are a few things I want to talk about. Obviously, first on the list, as it should be each and every week, the Needless Things YouTube channel. Have you gone and checked it out? Have you subscribed? Have you liked some videos? Have you left a comment? There's all kinds of information that I just don't have rattling around in my head anymore. So a lot of times when I sit down to open up a a figure or a toy or whatever and do the review, I'll get to something and I'm like, you know what? I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is for. I don't know what this is from. I have no idea. Weird little blue see-through accessory. You guys tell me. So so get on there and if if there's something that I don't know about or something I'm wrong about, which I, I try not to be wrong. Like I try to just straight up say, I don't know why this is this way or what this is. Uh, but sometimes I think I know and, and I'm wrong about it. Let me know. Leave a comment because all of that interaction, liking, subscribing, sharing, uh, ringing the bell, whatever that means, uh, it all helps the Needless Things YouTube channel and we appreciate that. This week on Monday, uh, I posted the first ever toy hunt vlog I've never really used the word vlog. I'm not entirely comfortable saying vlog. It sounds like uh, uh, like a Dungeons and Dragons monster, like a gigantic frog that spits lava or something. Uh, I you rolled a, a d20 to see if you can defend against the lava breath of the vlog. Anyway, uh, so I, I went to Toylanta. I, I ran into some friends there in the video as well. There's a great musical performance from the incredible Possum Kingdom Ramblers. Go check them out. You know how to use Google. Uh, we have a, a wonderful cell from Ricky Zero. It's really, really fun. I had, I'd never done it before, so I really wasn't sure. And, and next time, if, if I, well, there will be a next time, uh, because now I'm kind of excited about doing something like this for Dragon Con. Uh, so, well, and Joe Fest. Joe Fest is coming up as well, and I'll, I'll be there. Uh, I, I know some things I'll do a little differently next time, but I had a blast recording it and editing it. Uh, it was just really fun to put put together, and I've gotten some great feedback, too. So, uh, on Monday, you can go and check out my Toylanta vlog, and then Wednesday, I sat down with the stuff that I picked up at Toylanta, and I uh, just went through my haul, which was also a lot of fun because it's all vintage stuff, nothing new. So it was uh, it was just fun, a really fun week. I, I hope to be able to do a lot more of that kind of thing. So Needless Things YouTube channel, go check it out. Uh, right now I am sitting at the computer fresh off of Walmart Collector Con, which is obviously a huge joke as, you know, everything Walmart related tends to be. There were some G.I. Joes that went up last week. And then more went up at like 9.30 this morning. 
and then they were supposed to go up at 1, and it said they were going to go up at 3, and then they went up at 1.35. And, and by went up, I mean were available. Like, they'd been there for a while, but you couldn't purchase them. Uh, there were some Star Wars Vintage Collection figures. A few were up at that 9.30 this morning. Uh, one didn't even seem to have a listing, and then it showed up at 1.35. Uh, and then the, all the G.I. Joe showed up on... Hasbro Pulse for premium members. You know why I shouldn't be talking about G.I. Joe? Because we're going to discuss that on Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast, next week, April 1st. Uh, so our April episode is coming out. We'll, we'll talk more about all that. But anyway, Walmart Collector Con, uh, big giant joke. The one thing I didn't know about that I got is I ordered the Transformers Shockwave R.E.D. figure. If you don't know, those are the six-inch figures that they don't transform, but they're like super articulated action figures based on what they looked like in the cartoons or, or whatever. Uh, and Shockwave is my favorite Transformer. I mean, he's a giant purple laser gun, obviously. Come on. Uh, so I, I wanted to have that one because I got Prime and Megatron back when they first came out, and they're really great figures. I like them a lot. Uh, they just ruined it with the lack of scaling. Like Bumblebee came out, and he's the same. He's taller an Optimus Prime, which is is very disappointing. Uh, I was hoping for better. They they could have done like a Bumblebee and Spike in his uh, little suit two pack, or just a Spike figure. How cool would that be? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, I ordered that Shockwave because it looked cool, and then I, I got I think I got everything I wanted, but it's hard to know exactly everything that's available. I I hate. I understand the necessity, but I I continue to hate. Uh, the retailer exclusives. Uh, I've got uh, a big stack of reviews ready to go. Next week's are already recorded uh, because I'm working all weekend long, so I'm not going to have time to do anything. Time time is a problem right now, my friends. I'm working on it. Well, it kind of always is, but I was supposed to uh, work on a... Pro I'm just going to say work on a project with, with a dear friend and because of work because my where I work six people quit I know every every year or every few months there's some new day job thing that's like this is happening at the day job and it's terrible and ruining my life so far the fallout from the six people quitting is not as horrible as I thought it might be uh, which give it time but as of right now it's just making a lot it's putting a lot of question marks into my schedule so scheduling things is very difficult and then as you know if you've ever been a, a creator who has worked with other people uh you know 90 percent of your life is waiting to hear back from people so there's that thrown in the mix as well like okay i need to do this thing on this day and it needs to be done by then hey is everybody good and then you just sit there and hope that someday everybody responds that someday before the the date that the thing happens, uh, which is what brings me back to the project I was supposed to work on because I did that very thing to the person I was supposed to work with because I was waiting for other things to come in, so I was making them wait. So I was I was on the other end of that, and that's what happens. That's that's what life is. Uh, I don't think I've got any other significant news going on right now. Uh, I'm. You know, it's it's WrestleMania season. WWE is honestly mostly terrible. Uh, AEW, uh, Dynamite, last night, not weirdly not great to me. 
and maybe I just wasn't in a wrestling mood or whatever. I don't know. It just it felt a little bit off. Uh, but, but you know they they've earned a few of those I think because in general Dynamite delivers it's entertaining. Excuse me, and I'm still just in love with AEW. So uh, that that's fine. They can they can have an off episode from time to time. Uh, you guys. I I really don't have much else this week. This is going to be just a short intro, and that's fine because you're going to need to grab your copy of Escape from L.A. You're going to put it in your video player machine and sit down, uh, grab a... a, What do they drink in L.A. like to get messed up? Just like antifreeze? I'm talking about Escape from L.A., not like real L.A. Uh, Like in, in the world of Escape from L.A. I mean, I would imagine there's toilet wine. But there's probably all kinds of weird futuristic stuff um, that they're imbibing in order to help them cope with the horrible reality they they live in. And I forgot to ask a question. Uh, I was going to ask, unfortunately Nicole is not here for this episode. She was kidnapped by radioactive sex mutants. We're hoping to have her back in time for a couple of upcoming things. Uh, but Ryan and Arian are here. And I, I meant to ask the guys, would you rather live in the New York from Escape from New York or the L.A. from Escape from L.A. I'm going to go with L.A. just because I think the weather is a little bit better. But if I'm remembering correctly, I feel like the sort of random citizens in New York, and in theory everybody's a criminal, but we know that's not the case. Uh, I feel like the, the random citizens in New York were a little bit better off. L.A. seemed a lot crazier. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm... I'm going to go with L.A. Just because that the, the weather is going to be more tolerable than, than what they're going to be dealing with in New York with, like, no no air conditioning. My gosh. Woof. Uh, all right. So grab your beverage, sit back, and enjoy the Needless Commentary Team Minus One as we watch and review Escape from L.A. She's fun. All right, we're... Uh, I like her weird accent. She does have a weird accent. All right, welcome to the March commentary where for the foreseeable future, uh, we will be having a year of dystopocalypse. A combination of dystopias and apocalypses and other... Everything in between. Yes, other unpleasant possible futures. And this month, because real life isn't depressing enough. That's true. Well, well, this is. It could be. Well, in some cases better, some cases worse. Mm-hmm. This is probably worse. Yeah, for sure. It's certainly worse in the sense that it's a bad, bad movie. 
Yeah. It's a real bad movie. And we were supposed to watch this like last August, I uh-huh. think, originally. And things just kept moving around and we had to shift it. And, and then and I just watched it on my own. Yeah, well, and that's that's commendable that yeah. you've now will have watched this movie three times. I'll fucking watch it again tomorrow. I, I, I love this. I will not. I I do like this movie a bit, but what we're watching is uh, the John Carpenter Kurt Russell collaboration, Escape from L.A. <laughs> Escape from L.A. I wanted to I wanted to hang for just a minute there to give people hope that we were watching Escape from New York. <laughs> the right. good one. Well, we AKA would, we the good one. Shaken. No, and we're, uh, yeah, Escape from L.A. Uh, we are watching the Shout Factory or Scream Factory or whatever collector's edition that came out. Uh, so cue up your VHS, your Laserdisc, whatever form you have of this film, and start it in three, two... One, go. Yeah, I think I still have the old school like DVD, like the first. Yeah, DVD. yeah, I've I've still got that upstairs. Wow, this looked great, aside from the fact that the movie looks bad. Right, like the the shit that's on the screen looks fantastic. Yes, the horrible CGI <laughs> is as clear as it could possibly yeah. have been. For better or worse. Uh, so, did we ever look for sure what year this came out? I think it's night dramatic theme music. Uh, actually, ninety. Oh, is it ninety five? I was thinking ninety six. This theme music is badass. Yeah, like, uh, it's, it's it's so good. And I th- I feel like he took the Escape from New York theme and like westerned it up a little bit. Yeah, give it like the uh, West vibe. It's West Coast. It makes sense. Oh yeah, sure. It makes sense like everything else. Uh, ninety. Yeah, it is ninety six. I was correct about that. There you go. Um, and I'm gonna. Actually, because I'm old and everything's falling apart, I'm going to put on my reading glasses because we're going to have a lot of Google reference for this movie. For sure. It's true. Because we've got to talk about the soundtrack. Because this soundtrack, now not the score, which was, the score is weird on this one because, you know, John Carpenter's scores are legendary. Right. But this one, uh, he worked with Shirley Walker, who... Uh, provided the music for Batman the Animated Series and tons and tons and tons of other stuff uh, as well. This was not her finest hour? Well, it's it's not that it's bad. Oh, there it is right there. Music score composed by Shirley Walker and John Carpenter. And basically all John Carpenter contributed the is the update thing. of the Escape from Some New York sick-ass riffs. Yes. Um... Uh, Shirley Walker, phenomenally talented. It's just that some of the music didn't really fit this movie. It's not that it's bad. It yeah, just it's, it's isn't odd. right for this. There's a couple times where it sounds like low-budget sci-fi channel score. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But sometimes you need that. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you want. That's true. Uh, so this sequel uh, came out in 1996, and I absolutely hated it the first time I saw it. It was too silly. I didn't hate it, but I was like, eh, it's alright, it's not as good as Escape from New York. Which, yeah. I mean, I was I didn't even need it to be as good as Escape from New York, but it's... Well, it's also doing that sequel thing where they're like, let's do the same shit, but in a different location. Well, and it's almost... Like, like, before we started watching it the first time, I said it was almost like it was a satire of Escape from New York. Yeah. But really, it's almost like a parody. Yeah, yeah. Because they take every idea, they just make it more ridiculous. It's Apparently, so silly. in this universe, 
L.A. is Gotham City because it's just fucking reprehensible and irredeemable. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because it's like New York where it's just like basically a prison island. Um, so just like, you know, it's a bunch of heathens raising hell, you know? Stupid heathens. <laughs> uh, I didn't see it in the theater. Um, I didn't either. Did it even go I to did. theater? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Okay. It did. It had a $50 million budget and it did a little bit more than $25 million in the box office. That sounds right to me. So, I, rem- um, I remember the trailer. flop. <laughs> yeah, I remember the trailer being like badass. Now, is it a flop or is it a bomb? And what is the difference? I feel like a bomb is worse than a flop. It is. And it I feel is. like if it if it only made half the budget back, that's probably a bomb. Yeah. Whereas a flop is more like, ah, it made some money, but people didn't really like it. There's no call for any follow-up. Yeah. People stopped talking about it three months after it came out. Whereas a bomb, people are going to talk about for a long time. Yeah, as like, we're doing now with this movie that came out 26 it, years ago. It's very critically panned and uh, disliked by and, a lot of people. And, and deservedly so. Now, like I said, I find it very entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I also said before we watched it that I found it more entertaining than Escape from New York. And I'm, I'm not so sure about that anymore. Yeah. Because it's, it's bad. It's it's not John Carpenter's finest hour. It's also not his worst. No, it's also no. not his. It's definitely not his worst. I I think John Carpenter's. A, there's a, a lot of good movies. ideas in this movie. Well, oh, see, opinion. I think vampires. I'm I'm okay with this. Uh, okay with at this point in my life, but Ghost of Mars will never redeem itself to me. Yeah, that's that real movie bad. is. And it's I terrible. wanted to like. That oh yeah. Movie. I, I was excited about that. And that I did see in the theater. Yeah, me too. Much to my dismay. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of interesting ideas. Um, a lot of the stuff that they're talking about in this future like, is stuff that like could or has happened, uh, which is interesting. Um, so especially the stuff involving like, the EM- EMP and like... You know, basically taking out all technology like that's stuff that look can at that happen. fake ass shit on the screen right now. <laughs> My yeah. gosh! And then there's this some high yeah. quality CG. It look I I brought up. It looks like uh, there's a, a video game that starred Bruce Willis called mm-hmm. Apocalypse. It was actually a pretty fun game, but this the some of the the CG in this looks like those graphics. Yeah, for sure. A lot of PS one graphics. PS one graphics, yes. Which yeah. is weird because it wasn't in '96. No, the PS2. When did the PS2 come out? PS2 yeah. was ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay. This is so yeah. It was that era, but also like it's a movie, right? It's not a game. Yeah, but it's you know. Now, what is remarkable about Escape from LA is the soundtrack, because this came out in the height of the new metal like oh, yeah. soundtrack explosion, where every movie that was supposed to have any kind of like aimed towards young people, yeah. had a killer soundtrack. This one includes, get ready, put your put your big boy rock and roll pants on for this one. Stabbing Westward. Hell yeah, love them. Tool, White Zombie, Toadies, Butthole Surfers, Sugar Ray. <laughs> I spread your wings yeah, and fly. I missed that one. Gravity Kills, Tori Amos, which is a little out of place on this. Not out of place for the times. Yeah. 
Ministry. Yeah. Orange nine millimeter. Clutch. Sieve. Sex Pod. And the Deftones. Now, out of all of those, Sex Pod is the only one that I'm like, I have no idea who Sex Pod is. No, no, I don't either. It must be somebody who like acted in the movie, and they're like, "Hey, my, can I my band? Can my band get on the soundtrack?" Hey, man, I'm in Sex Pod. I'm in Sex Pod. John Carver's like, I don't give a fuck at this point. Sex. Well, and it's very clear about halfway through the movie yeah. that he stopped giving a fuck yeah. at that point. Uh, Sex Pod was an American punk rock band made up of three women from Hoboken, New Jersey. Uh, vocalist and guitarist Karen Cool, bassist Alice Janice, and drummer Tia Sprocket. Now's so the, there you go. Now's the time on Sprockets where we dance. They're not playing cookie cutter punk rock for kids who think it started with Green Day. Ooh, oh, tough. wow. They're really wow. fucking Ooh. throwing down the gauntlet. Well, guess what? Sex I've heard pod, of Green Day. Sex Pod <laughs> does not care for your commercial success, Green Day. No. Their song "Foot on the Gas" was used in the film "Escape from L.A.", and that's literally the only all the only thing Wikipedia has to say wow. about Sex Pod. I mean, it's pretty rad, but still. <laughs> all right, so here we got Snake Plissken in his old New York outfit. Yes, which we we had a conversation about this because I was. Oh, I mean, I was really 100% positive that the figure yeah, from McFarlane's Movie right. Maniacs line was in camouflage pants, but with the long jacket that Snake has later in the movie. Yeah. Real weird, because that never happens, that outfit combination. Yeah. But my our thinking is, as often happens with toy lines, it, well, and also this was the thing that was out at that point. Yep. So this is the tie-in that they wanted. But the people at McFarland recognized, like, people who like Escape from New York and want a Snake Plissken figure, like, we can kind of deliver both things. Versions, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they both look cool in their own right. I, I definitely, as far as just being toyetic, I think this one looks much, much better. <laughs> yeah. Than just the all black. It's basically what Trinity wears in the Matrix. Yes, <laughs> totally. And it's made so, of some So weird... instead of dip, deportation, they can opt to get uh, repent their sins and get electrified? Yeah, just kill them right on site. Yeah. It's, it's convenient. No need for deportation. Um, I, saw, I saw this one before New York, and I remember seeing New York after and being like, man, this one's boring. <laughs> <laughs> now, this, I was a fucking, you know, You were like eight. Yeah, I was, like, pretty damn young. <laughs> but uh, I, I just remember seeing New York and being like, why is this one so slow? Like, because this was just, like, insane. Well, and, and you're right. This is over-the-top, bonkers, ridiculous silliness. And yeah. Escape from New York is a real movie. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I mean, I I was always obsessed with Snake Plissken. I fucking, you know, like, I got a fucking prop eye patch, you know. Yeah. And, like, would dress up like Snake and... Had some fake guns that I kind of modded out to look like his pistols. Like, I was, like, real into this movie. Um, so I got a lot of nostalgia for it. Um, so most of the things you hear from me are going to be very swayed by just nostalgia for the movie. That being said, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's fucking garbage. It is, it is real bad. I mean, it, it has its... Like, it does. It has some fun moments. It does. They mostly involve Steve Buscemi being a piece of shit. I love him in this movie. He's actually really good. Yeah, he's great. But, uh, yeah, like, by and large... Uh, Shocking to no one, Steve Buscemi is a great actor and <laughs> doing an awesome job in this movie. 
we get okay. I've got I've got to look up who this is because we determined that this. I think she's a lieutenant. Uh, was also in. Oh wait a minute. Ensign Roe Laren in Star Trek: The Next Generation. But is that her? Because I'm pretty sure she was. I don't think that was. Uh, was that a different chick? Yeah, in uh, Star Trek: The Undiscovered Country. The first thing that comes up in Google when you search Escape from L.A. is, is Escape from L.A. a good movie? Question mark. Wow, I don't feel like anybody should really have to ask that question. <laughs> oh, man. The uh, the technology in this movie is real interesting. I like the, uh, the little hologram thing. I feel like a lot of stuff from this movie was borrowed and used in other stuff. Like I felt like they had some good ideas. Okay, so yes, escape Lieutenant Brazen is Michelle Forbes, who is from uh well she's been in tons of stuff. But she was not the evil Vulcan from Undiscovered Country. Really? So who was that? I don't know. That sounded right to me. Wasn't that Kirstie Alley? No. Uh-uh. No, she was the Vulcan in Wrath of Khan and then they were she was DeSavic. Yeah. And then they replaced her. She was not the evil Vulcan. Uh, the evil Vulcan in Undiscovered Country. Are you out of your Vulcan mind? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? No, you're right. I, I got mixed up before. Kirstie Alley was DeSavic in Wrath of Khan and then got replaced in 3. Bye. Kim Cattrall is the evil Vulcan. In 6. In, in yeah. Undiscovered Country. So I think that's what you said the first time. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is not Kim Cattrall? No, this is definitely not Kim, Kim Cattrall. This, but, is, this is great value, Kim Cattrall. But she was uh, Roe Laren, whoever that is, in Next Generation. Um, recurring role. Actually, yeah, most of these people were in Next Generation because everyone I looked at, like they all had credits in Next Generation. Oh, really? Yeah, like all of those side characters. Well, and this was right after yeah. that. And in yeah. most of these, most of the character actors in this hit all because we were looking some of them. Almost all TV hit actors. all of the like NYPD Blue yeah. and like every probably they were probably all on Frasier at some point. Yeah, like they made all the stops. For sure. For Brecken sure. Meyer is one of the surfers in this. Yeah, I saw that. Gnarly dude. Gnarly indeed. Man, um, future slash past America slash alternate reality America sure does suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, which, like, it, you know, it, and I guess that's the theme of uh, these movies. Yeah. Uh, Seems to be the like, theme, seems to be the theme of life. Pre- um, present day wait, wait, real America, say, like, present day real America is somehow not as shitty as the one in this movie. Like an <laughs> egotistical <laughs> maniac that's like evangelical and like insane. There's no way this could ever happen. No, definitely yeah. not. Cliff Robertson, by the way, uh, plays this role. Yeah. Sometimes I mistake him for He's Lee a Majors. Coward. He was Uncle Ben in. Uh, mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah, I, that's where I recognize him. Yeah. I feel like he's been, like, other 
shit heel type authority figure. Yeah, Uncle rules. Ben was a shit heel. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not Uncle Ben. Well, no, in, I'm talking about Uncle Ben. In, in 1943, he was in a movie called We've Never Been Licked. You. <laughs> Is that like a weird old timey form? He was in another movie called The Naked and the Dead. Whoa. Uh, he was the big kahuna Whoa. in Gidget. Oh, man, I love Gidget. Gidget's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you remember when White Zombie did the theme song to Gidget? Yeah, that was and great. Was like, Gidget, 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 yeah! yeah. <laughs> that, that did not happen. <laughs> Gidget, come on! Big kahuna, come on, yeah! Frankenstein, Dracula, man. Undead Gidget, butthole weed, I think is the song Absolutely. that Rob Zombie did. Yeah. Uh, he was Shame uh, on 1966 Batman, which is one of my least favorite villains of anything ever. Yeah. He was the cowboy. Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. Asshole. Uh, foreshadowing, this is going to come up later. Yeah, everybody remember that they have holograms uh, that are not it. Will I Am. Yeah. No? No, no hol hologram Tupac? See, that hologram thing, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure it was used before this, but like the idea of like being able to be in another room and using a hologram of yourself, I had like, that was like amazing to me at the time. Yeah, they definitely didn't do that in Star Wars at all. Yeah, but it was different. It's like a deceptive know, thing. That's like for communication. <laughs> That's basically FaceTime. This is like, like, I don't know, it's like a, it's a, it's a cool idea. Yeah, I, like I would wonder, I would wonder if, if that had been done before in this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of the tech in this is pretty cool. Like, a lot of a lot of good ideas, but, like, I just, I hate that whole, like, sequel thing where they just redo the exact same movie. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty, but, but again, I think it almost feels like it was Carpenter's intention yeah. to, to parody the first one, which is, you know, a weird thing to do. Yeah, parody your own movie. Yeah, I feel like the Cleveland movie would have been excellent. Well, and it seems like, Arian, you had mentioned that Kurt Russell is basically the guy that got this yeah. made. Like, so I wonder he was, if... He was in a lengthy development hell for like over a decade. And Carpenter's just like, fuck. I, yeah, I but wonder like, if uh, he was way more into it than John Carpenter was, but Carpenter was like, so. like alright, let's do... Hey, here's an idea. Why don't we send him into a city that's been locked down and is full of criminals? Yeah. And Kurt Russell's like, I like that. <laughs> and uh, they'll set it up so if he doesn't do what they tell him, he's he's got a certain amount of time yep. and he's going to die. That's a good idea. I yeah. like where you're headed. I wish I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Well, this is actually Kurt Russell's only writing credit. And then he was like, oh, no. Oh, poor Kurt. Oh, man. He, you know, he was so proud. And he's like, everyone's like, this is a pile of shit. He's like, fuck. I don't know how proud he is. Okay, I oh, I forgot to look and see if there's a commentary on this. I don't know. I think this outfit looks badass. But I, also, I like I said, nostalgic. Like, I, this is... What I think right. of the snake's outfit. You, yeah, yeah. His, like, leather duster. How do you not look cool with a duster? When did Metal Gear Solid came out? pop that shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid came out in 98, I want to say. 
Yeah, I think oh, it was after that. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely based on Snake. Is, oh no, for he's sure. Called fucking Snake. I mean, yeah. it's based off Snake Plissken. Yeah, Hideo Kojima is like very open about that. Yes, like he is like blatantly open about that kind of shit. He has a character in in, in Death Stranding that's just called Die Hard Man. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> like he's just like he's like I like this thing. Fuck it. That's my thing. That's awesome. <laughs> he's just Die Hard Man. <laughs> I have a very strange love-hate relationship with Hideo Kojima games. I love the guy. He's a visionary. He's real weird, and sometimes his ideas don't translate, but I still like him. <laughs> I feel like he should be. He needs minders. Yeah, he, he definitely needs like someone to be like, yo, don't do that. What the fuck? So that uh, that McFarland Snake Plissken figure mm-hmm. came with both of the pistols and that rifle he's holding right now. And he could only do this. Yeah, it's posed, so it's not the best. But I mean, that's how things were then. Yeah. Um, and no, it looks great. Still. It had the removable coat, and I don't totally remember how that worked because it has sleeves. Yeah. I think one of his arms... Okay, the coat's rubber. Yeah. His right arm pops off. You can pull it out of the yeah, sleeve, take the coat off, and then put the arm back on. That's what it is. That's right. And then I've got the NECA, uh, the 8-inch Mego style Snake Plissken from Escape oh, from yeah. New York. That one looks over awesome. there. That one's... I mean, I think... I'm sure somebody has done a 12-inch. I don't think Hot Toys has, but Ooh. I think somebody did a 12-inch snake. Oh, man. I hope NECA does an ultimate. Of snake. That'd be amazing. That would be great, yeah. I want both versions. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I don't want this dumbass fucking shit. (laughs) No, I don't. Um, This this upon Because really, if they do. They could almost just be a repaint. No, because this has textures and stuff on it, so it really would have to be a, a different figure. Well, and he's got longer. His hair's, like, different in this one. Yeah. Feathered, yet lethal. And he's definitely older. Like, yeah. he's he's visible. So, so this is weird. I feel like he's aged more between Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. than he has between Escape from L.A. and now. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, you're right. He probably is, uh, I mean... Well, I think he and Goldie Hawn are pretty open about the amount of plastic surgery they've had. Right. Like, I was going to say, he's had some work, and also, like... Do you think Bruce Gamble did that work? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Surgeon General of Beverly Hills is probably to blame. Yeah. Um, so this is, like, I mean, this is, like, exactly New York. Because, like, they get him in a little pod thing. This is the same right, it's just without the, wings. Right, That's right. It. it is literally. And it also looks much shittier because yeah, it's, it's all CG. Terrible CG. What, so how did they... I guess it was just composite. Like there was a model, yeah. It was just composited. I think so. Yeah. So this all looks absolutely <laughs> fucking terrible. Looks like Ace. Yeah, and it it could look worse if it wasn't so dark. The fact that it's so dark uh, yeah. kind of hides it, but it's real bad. And then we get uh, you know Snake doesn't follow the rules. I like that. Like that's. That's classic. Oh yeah, that's great. I He's mean, like, that's you're what not he the one who's fucking dying, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I mean, all of Snake's stuff in this is badass. Like he fucking kills it. I love it when he high fives the surfer and says, <laughs> okay, other than and that. says "Hang loose, brother man," or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
goes full server for no reason. Like, he's so standoffish to every person. It is such a dick. Okay, so even though it looks like complete shit, I actually like the, the Universal Jaws Studios. Universal Studios yeah. bit. That's, that's it, pretty it's funny. Pretty I don't know where... I don't know if that location is accurate in any way. I think it is. Like, I, I think that makes more sense than the fact that they're at Disney at the end. Because I think Anaheim's a good ways away. I, I am pretty positive you're right, but I have no idea. Yeah. I've, I've been I've not LA been, once. The furthest west I've been is... Uh, what's further west? Uh, San Antonio or Dallas? Uh, I think Dallas is further. I think Dallas, Because yeah. it's in like the center, kind of. Yes. That's the furthest west I've been. Shit, there it goes. No, just let it go. That thing looks like shit. You don't want it in the movie anymore. Just let the submarine fall into the ocean. Oh my gosh. This is embarrassing. There we go. I love the feats of strength that we see in movies. Like, what he just did right there... Is no big deal for a movie, but I would just die. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to hold on to those things for any time at all. Yeah, so Disneyland isn't in L.A., but it is close enough that maybe it's on that little piece that broke. Oh, really? Okay. It's like 30 minutes outside of L.A., so oh, I guess it's okay. Cool. Okay. There's our pal, Peter Fonda. He's just here to surf, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess you just... You Donnie, have to be, who loves surfing? You have to be <laughs> armed if you're living in this fucking show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. I like his weird texture on his shirt. It, it, it almost looks like Spider-Man. Yeah, it's really strange. <laughs> well, it's futuristic. That, and that's exactly what they're yeah, That's they're literally like, all yeah, it is. It yep. should look like a web. It's the World Wide Web. Yeah. jeez. The slow drive-by is happening. What is this? I don't know. It makes no sense. They're seriously going like 18 miles per hour and having a shootout. Oh, I like that the song lyrics uh, for... Free flowing, don't lose control. Ten seconds down and it's time to roll. Because we're... Thunder clapping, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunder <laughs> I like that gun. I wish there was more of that gun. Yeah, that one's fucking badass. badass. Well, that, I mean, that's the one that comes with the figure. Yeah, that is like even though the pistols are cooler, mm -hmm. you leave that in his hand because it yeah. just looks awesome. Yeah. How did what what just happened? How did that even? That was like acting, dude. He did shit. like the up the uh, no, it's like down up up. Like thing from Scorpion, <laughs> where like where you like drop down yeah, and you go behind him. Yeah, like he did that shit. <laughs> like the straight up Mortal Kombat move. Well, and what's funny is there was no cut. So what what literally happened is Kurt Russell walked off camera, ran around behind the camera, and got in that bush. Yeah, because there was no cut. No. So I, I really wish, fast. I wish there was a like behind the scenes shot of him like. Hurry and really ah, fast. Thanks for not killing me, man. I want that deleted scene, like the footage of him running yeah, real fast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because once again, just completely out of, out of character for Snake. So he's got makeup on to make him look all sunburned and blistered and stuff. I think that's actually a pretty nice yeah, touch. Yeah, it is. 
This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. This looks but like But also, this kind of, these kind of scenes in Escape from New York look fucking I, Yeah, yeah. But also, I guess they have more of an excuse because it's a way older movie. Okay, so this is... What did you... Tool? Is that what this was? Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. Sorry. No, me either. Sorry, serious rockers everywhere. You, you, you can like him. That's fine. Wow, that guy was gigantic. Did you yeah, see that? he was. Uh, lots of interesting fashion. Yeah. I mean, this uh, looks kind of town. Rad. Yeah, I, like, I would I'd hang out here. I would definitely uh, spend an evening in this place. Yeah, I think I have spent evenings in places like this. Well, yeah, that's true. I've, I've been to the chamber back in the day. Damn. Just pasties, just oh, hanging yeah. out on the nips. Oh, and this is where the Tori Amos song played. Real loud, and then it gets real quiet yeah. like, in oh. like a second. A lot of like really shitty editing in this movie, like bad, usable, bad. Like, the, well, they played about a dozen of the songs from the soundtrack in the space of ten minutes. Yeah, this whole scene is just song after song. Every room has a different song playing in it. Apparently, I like this chick just passed out, possibly dead. Yeah, on the steps. That, I mean, that's that's perfect. Passed out, ass out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and there's uh, David Cross right there on the. Right? It's not really David Cross. It's a little jokey joke. <laughs> Cuervo Jones. Let's talk about this name, Cuervo Jones. <laughs> it's somebody like, whoever wrote this, which probably Kurt Russell, like the most like Hispanic thing he knew. I was, need like, a name for this villain. And he looks over at his bar. Cuervo. Yep. Jose Cuervo. I can't just use Jose Cuervo. <laughs> Cuervo Jones. That's, that's another it. J name. Yes. Yeah, that's what happened. It was supposed to be. Uh, it was supposed to be Cuervo Hones, mm -hmm. but the, but they just messed it up. Yeah. So they left it in. This is this is pretty badass. Yeah, this is I awesome. Like this a lot. That's great. That's the only time he effectively uses that gun, I think, because he loses it pretty fast yeah. here, doesn't he? He loses that and the jacket almost immediately. Yeah. Thankfully, that guy. he locates the jacket later on. Just some some bros hanging out, yeah. climbing the rocks. There's the guy from Rancid. Yeah. Tim. Yeah, yeah. Tim Armshaw. Not Lars. Not Lars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this looks like this This would be a pretty fun party. Yeah, I'd be down with this. Yeah. Th this is like that, uh, what's that? Was that like a hobo selling cheddar bay biscuits from Red Lobster? I think it was. Nice. I think it was. Uh, what, what's that, uh, like, sex rave they have somewhere in the Southwest? I don't know. I feel like I'm not cool enough it's to It's like out in this. the desert and people dress like this. Oh, oh. No, it's not no. Burning Man. It's the one that's like Mad Max uh, the, the Electric Daisy Carnival? No, definitely not that. Um... I'm running out of Damn, uh, I can't. No, Okay, that's my favorite outfit in the whole movie yeah, right there. Yeah, that's badass. Leopard print ass out. Oh, that's the name of the festival. Leopard print <laughs> ass out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, gosh, what the heck is it called? I can't think what it is. Uh, but it, yeah, it's like Mad Max. Yeah. I know what you're I don't even know about. if bands play or anything, Do but it's literally just people know. out in the desert dressed like Mad Max fucking for like yeah. two days or something. Sounds rad. I don't know, man. A lot of sand. That's I true. hate sand. It gets everywhere. I hate sand. This, th okay, let's let's talk about this car. You made a very good point. Yeah. 
No, the car from Escape from New York's way fucking cooler. Isaac Hayes' car with the uh, chandeliers all yeah, lit up on, on the it. front. Yeah, yeah, they look so badass. But that car does not have AJ Langer in it. No. Yeah, and this car does have a disco ball in the ass, which is pretty cool. And I actually remembered her name from my so-called life because I was in love with that girl, um, Rayanne Graff. Rayanne Graff on my so-called life. I think that's right. I'm just gonna pretend it is, but I, I that's you got either one of you. Got, you were too young, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. I watched my so-called life. It's it was great. It was definitely a. But uh, also, like, it was a show of the times. This car, it's, just, it's like the same thing. They're like, well, Isaac Hayes had a car that was like right. crazy. Right, so, so let's, let's do give, that again. Let's give old Cuervo Jones <laughs> a, a crazy car. Yeah. It's just like, just recycling everything. God damn, this is like... This is like the Book of Boba Fett level of that little speeder chase. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's what this is like. Yeah, he immediately flew. Yeah, lost his cool gun. It's just so slow. That, that was, was cool. pretty awesome. I like that. Boom! Just yeah, it's Simpson huge. style. Yeah. Like, if it, like, it fell down and hit, like, a shanty shack. Like, a right. whole, like, a pile of, like, rocks and sticks and some metal. And it just, just blew up. I heard he slowed down some. Yeah, well, everything is slowed down yeah. some because these are all the slowest chases in the history of yeah. film. So so bad. Exploded again. Uh, Rayanne's digging it. Yeah, she's into it. As as she rides around in the car in her Victoria's Secret ensemble. <laughs> yeah, and there's just a guy on like a, on a horse with a fucking Uzi. Is this the only horse in the movie? I think so. Oh my god, I didn't see that last time. That, that was, was real bad. That okay, what was dumber? That or him jumping from the surfboard onto the back of the car? The surfboard. Yeah, nothing's yes. gonna be dumber nah. than the surfboard. Nah, impossible. Nobody rolls into town. Okay, let's talk about uh Cuervo Jones little his military bellows? uniform here. His oh, yeah. his uh his red shirt with the medals with the teeth on it. I like the teeth hanging off his medals. That's yeah, a nice that's touch. Cool. But the red shirt's just something to get from Goodwill. Yeah, the the red shirt and the red hat are a pretty lazy costume. Yeah, it is. Okay, so there goes the jacket. So, which somehow he fell off the truck and his jacket came off. <laughs> I, that happens to me all the time. I fall down and my clothes just fly off. Yeah, and it's weird. I guess for some reason they wanted to get him out of the jacket. Well, look at those Shot guns. Guns, yeah. Uh, but then they were like, well, we got to bring the jacket back later. Everyone's waiting for the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, okay. I mean, it, I guess it makes sense because the trench coat is, is not really a functional action piece of apparel. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. But once you get down to the business of action. Yeah. The trench coat gets in the it's, way. It's, yeah, like this. I mean, it's going to tangle your feet up. Yeah. It's, it's why Edna Mode said no capes. Exactly. In, uh, in The Incredible. Exactly. Yep. So they got rid of it, but then they, they had to bring it back so it could protect him from the <laughs> fire in the, in the back of his helicopter so dumb. at the end of the movie. Even though Rayanne Graff did not need a fireproof. No. Well, maybe she had fireproof her panties movies. on. Her Jose her Cuervo. Protected her? Yes. Or, I'm sorry, 
Cuervo Jones uh, jacket, custom jacket protector. This was a cl- this was a top top five Snake Plissken moment. Though. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. That's badass draw. Like, and that was in the trailer. I remember that specifically. Yeah, because that yeah, was the yeah. thing that was the, like the only thing the I remember movie. from the trailer was the surfing. They should that in the trailer? Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. bad move. <laughs> Men God. chattering in foreign language. <laughs> that is a tremendous subtitle. Oh, man. Uh, so the sets, all the sets in this look pretty awesome. Like yeah. the real physical sets, yep. not the composite stuff. The real physical sets all look really cool. Yeah. Like, I would love to have these just to shoot on for like a oh, day. Yeah, that would awesome. be really fun. Yeah. This command center is is super Amazing. like basic, but they're shooting it really well. Like this, this barely looks better than a Doctor Who set, but the way they have it lit and the angles they're using, yeah. it it's fine. I like the uh, I, I did like it when they're walking in there and they had all the people in the electric chairs and all that shit like right out there. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Um, what kind of microphone is that? That's, That's a it's a futuristic microphone. You're right. My bad. It's a future mic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. It's yeah, pod, I mean... It's a podcasting mic. If, if I... podcasting <laughs> in the future. If I could use one word to describe this movie, it'd be inconsistent. Because, like, there's some great acting, there's some great sets, and then there's the worst goddamn acting I've ever seen and the worst goddamn sets I've ever seen. Like, it's just all over the place. I, very, well, very incredible music and terrible music. I think... I think all the sets are good. Yeah, I, I mean they really are. All the physical I guess you're right. stuff I think, I really think is good. good. It's like the it's just CGI the, is wrong. right. It's when yeah. they use CGI, it's so fucking bad. Is he yeah. straight up just got a regular ass walkie-talkie right there? Yeah, like it's not even a future walkie-talkie. Yeah. Steve Buscemi, the star of the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. We, we often talk about the secret star of the movies we watch. Yeah. Sure. And I don't know that he's even the secret star of this. No, he's clearly, like, the one in charge. And he's this acting is, his ass off. This is fresh off of uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Wait. No, he wasn't in... Uh, he wasn't in Pulp Fiction. He was in Reservoir Dogs. That's it. Yeah. He was Mr. Pink, right? Yeah. Why do I gotta be Mr. Pink? Gosh, did he have anything between... He? I mean, he definitely had stuff between... Reservoir Dogs in this, because by the time I saw him in this, he felt like a big cameo. Oh yeah, like what's he doing playing this role in this movie? <laughs> yeah, like even back then we're like he's better in this. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Yeah. <laughs> when did Airheads come out? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna say '94. So that was probably in between. If, yeah, if I'm right, yes, it was in between. Fargo was right around the same time. Oh. This is probably my favorite scene in the movie. Are you looking up Airheads? No, I'm looking up uh, Steve Buscemi. I'm going to look up. Oh, well, yeah. Just look up his filmography from there, because now I'm curious to see when Airheads came out. This scene, like, legitimately scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Uh, oh, he was in Desperado in 95. Oh, yeah. He was in Con Air right after this. Mm. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs was 92. Fargo, Desperado, uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. That was 95? Yeah. Airheads was 94. 
I was right, man. So every once in a while, this he was, fucking he, brain keeps working. He was working. in Pulp Fiction. He was a Buddy Holly impersonator, and the uh, whoa! Yeah. I I was today years old when I, I learned that. I had that. no idea. I had no clue. And the Buddy Buddy Holly impersonator has a pretty significant yeah. role yeah. too. And then a uh, dead man was ninety five. Oh yeah, that's a. I, I love that movie, but boy, is it slow. Yes. But I mean, that's Jim Jarmusch. Then a bunch of stuff after this. Big Lebowski, Wedding Singer. Wait, okay. Armageddon. The way that you said that. Big Daddy. The way that you said that, it sounded like you said Big Lebowski. <laughs> true. <laughs> Which I would like to see. He's actually my favorite part of Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski is my, one of my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> by God, on his way to the ring. <laughs> Look at those rawhide chaps. It's Big Lebowski. <laughs> His interest music is Escape from L.A. <laughs> but his interest music would be, because apparently Big Lebowski is a cowboy for some reason in my head. Oh, yeah. So his theme music would be the, the Escape uh, from up there. Wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but legit, this scene, no is, sense. this scene is fucking great. This yeah. is... Well, it's got, is it the best scene in the movie? Yeah, I think it's, so. It's got it's super creepy. That makes one. no sense. Why are the why are the eyeballs in the middle of a? Because these are crazy people. Right? <laughs> Clearly, uh, you've got uh, you know, like there are some horror movies that aren't this creepy. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I agree. Uh, like this is a really great creepy scene, and then uh, it really is. You've got. Valeria Galino, looking hot. Chana. Except for that horrible wig. Yeah. Well, yes. She is smoking, though. And then, then you've got the, yeah, piece, the, chin. the piece de resistance. The well, Surgeon General of Beverly Hills. What's funny about this is how grotesque they thought they were making the nurses look, but they're women that just straight up look like this now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, this everything about this whole scene is perfect yeah. from the the set to the casting to the makeup. Like even the makeup, like you'd think you'd look at and be like, "Ah, eh, some of it's not a little not great, but it's all good." Yeah. Like you can tell it's Bruce Campbell, but it looks like a fucked up plastic surgery yes. freak. He's got weird hair plugs. All feeling up on the titties. Yeah. <laughs> My God, they're real. <laughs> yeah, this is just an excellent scene. Probably the most creative scene in the whole movie because it's the only thing that's not just doing the exact same shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's very, very LA. And I mean, everything in the movie, it's clearly poking fun at LA, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But this one is so, like, it just works so well. Oh, yeah. Except for the idea of him somehow removing an eye with that implement. <laughs> that thing which is makes fucking no sense. crazy. And he just happens to slice through those ropes. Yeah. This, this is where it really just turns into comedy. <laughs> okay, who's that guy again? Um... I don't remember his name, but he is the uh, landlord, and uh, he's Dan DeVito's landlord in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> and he's a pretty reoccurring character. I think there's one episode where he's trying to uh, get rent money from Dan DeVito, and then he's like, while he's talking to him, he starts choking on food, and Dan DeVito just watches him die, and he's like, ha ha, you <laughs> son of a bitch, I got you. <laughs> and it's hilarious. 
Oh, and uh, speaking of It's Always Sunny, which we have a couple of times now, uh, if for the listeners, if you have not checked out the It's Always Sunny podcast, it oh, is fantastic. Really and they good. just did a St. Patrick's Day episode where they all got drunk. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was wonderful. That's such a good show. It's, it's an amazing show. And, and listening to the podcast, the thing it does for me is like, because I, I like the show... But hearing that they're they're relatively normal people, yeah, makes me feel a little bit better about liking the show. Oh yeah, they're because the characters awful. are just the worst people ever yes. depicted on screen. Oh yeah, totally. And and you know you know obviously the creators aren't actually like that. Yeah. But hearing the podcast and hearing them talk and acknowledge how awful and that was the point, like I don't know, there's just something about oh, that yeah, where I you're like that. you know I feel a little better about enjoying this now for sure because I'm. I'm taking this in as they intend me to. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Like, my reaction it's, it's, of repulsion, of repulsed amusement yeah. is what they're going for. I get that. Like, I love Eastbound and Down, and, like, Nicole, like, has a hard time watching it. <laughs> because she's like, it's really good, but, it, like, it's so mean-spirited. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it, it's, it's hard to get in the pocket of... Awful, irredeemable characters that are still entertaining. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Eastbound and Down like didn't click for me until the end of the first episode when he like got on the intercom at the school and started talking shit. Yeah, and then it immediately cut to him on a jet ski with a chick, yes, a just chick. middle finger in there. Like <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, I just rewatched all of that and it's, it holds up. Yeah. Well, and I think another thing it's always Sonny has going for it is those characters never, like, it's not like they're successful. No. no. Yeah, yeah. And that's the they thing. They have exactly. pretty terrible lives. Like, that's exactly they, it. They, they don't ever let them, like, have high points, really. No. Right. And they're not even, they're not even, like, TV middle class. Like, yeah. they're, they're real, like, doing bad. lower middle class. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not like on Roseanne where they won the lottery. Yeah, well, or even Roseanne, where, like, even when they're supposed to be poor and shitty, they still have, like, a pretty big house. Right. Yeah. Like, Charlie and Frank have to share an apartment. <laughs> they have to share a bed. <laughs> I think they like to share a bed. Well, yeah, I feel like, yeah. I feel like they, they don't have to share yeah. a bed. Yeah, that's they true. Just, that's yeah. a choice. That's yeah, a choice. Sure. There's, there's some unresolved issues there. Her her uh, weird touching of him here is is very arousing. Yeah, I find her incredibly hot. Yeah, yeah. Is she? What is she? Hot shots? Yeah. She was okay. Hot shots part D. Yeah. No. Uh, I thought both of them. One. Probably know. both of them. I think so. It's been Maybe. a while though. It's been a while since I watched those movies. Wasn't she in one of the Pee Wee Big Top Pee Wee? Yes. Yeah. I believe I believe it was Big Top. Was she? She wasn't in Hudson Hawk, was she? That's, that was somebody different. No, that's de no, definitely not her in Hudson Hawk. That's uh, somebody else. It's not her. Yeah. Hudson Hawk is one we could do. I fucking love that movie unapologetically. Yeah. Oh man, really? Oh, it's yeah, you're right. Big Top Pee Wee, Rain Man, both hot shots. 
particularly the olive in the belly button scene. They have to mention that in the opening paragraph on Wikipedia. Do you remember how we thought that that scene was from Top Gun, all of us? Well, no, we didn't think that scene was, yeah. but we thought there was a big scene with ice cubes yeah. all over, and yep. there's just not. Yeah. Because that scene's in Hot Shots, and you think it's making fun of a scene from Top Gun. Yeah. But it's there's some other movie. There has to be. That still bothers this me, because I explicitly... This is great. She's just like, yeah, LA's not so bad, you know. If you yeah. Better, you're free <laughs> Bam! Bam! This place is pretty cool, you know, once you get used to it. And blah, blah, you just got to know how to survive. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Why don't you figure this place out? It's really not so bad. <laughs> and then immediately gets shot. Yeah. That's good. It's weird, like... That was a weird choice. You don't have any time to like get. Oh, whoops! You just made a whole there. mess. Um, but uh, you don't even have time to get attached to her. Well, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> but Snake doesn't have time for such attachments. He just no. uh, just like his coat. He's just got to leave her behind and move on. Yep, that's right. So like. This setup, though, I could watch a thousand movies of this kind of setup. Like, go, you know, like, kind of like uh, Resident Evil 4. It's like, you got to save the president's daughter, and you have this much time. Like, it's right, great. right. It's wonderful. Is that the... Uh, yeah, ugh, I don't want to play games like that, though. I hate... Uh, no, there's not, like, an actual time limit on that what one. What is... You're uh, thinking of Dead Rising. No, no, no. There's a Resident Evil game that's a... You have to guard somebody. What's oh, that, no, what's yeah, that called? That is Resident Evil 4. I mean, yeah, you've got... Like, but there's a term for that. Escort mission. Escort mission. I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but you can just stash Ashley in a fucking trash, yeah. trash bin. I'm playing through that. Go live in the dumpster, bitch. Right there, there, there are other games, though, where yes, it it's, ruins the whole entire game. Yeah. That's why when I heard God of War had a kid, I was... Yeah, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to play that fucking game. Yeah. yeah. And then I like started seeing a little bit more, and I was like, I don't know. I'll give it a chance. And then it ended up being the most badass game mechanic ever. I know. Dude, yeah, uh, that was like the first thing I leveled up was all of his skills. Yeah. And it helped so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's like... Because uh, uh, Phantom Jr. replayed Arkham Knight recently. Yeah. And... I realized if I play it again, which I probably will, I'm going to level up the Batmobile before I do anything. Yeah. Because you can get by with a depowered Batman. Yeah. But those Batmobile levels oh, are yeah, the worst fucking part of that whole game. For sure. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to get the Batmobile as powerful as I can. So when I get to those pain-in-the-ass levels, hopefully that'll help. Won't be a problem. Now, if Snake Plissken had had that fucking Bat tank... Yes. In this, this movie would have been five minutes long. All right, here's this little weasel guy that I very specifically recognized from something, but we went and looked at his filmography and nothing jumped out at me. Yeah. Look at his little tiny glasses. It's so weird. What was his name? It was someone dumb, like Test Tube? Yes, his his name in this movie not his not, it's not the yeah, actor's yeah, name. Yeah. The actor's name is I not Test Tube. Yeah, uh, but his his character's name is Test Tube. 
Look, these graphics look exactly like the movie graphics. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mock-up. It's literally the yeah. same as what's in the movie. What do y'all think about these little tiny CDs? I, I'm all about the mini discs, yeah. dude. I, I had a, uh, what was the stupid Sony portable system that had the little mini, the UMDs? Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the PlayStation Portable? Yeah, yeah the, PSP. the PSP. Yeah, I had one of those. I, I had, had, uh, had movies on that bitch. Did they, I think the they only gave movies, us one, didn't they? No. Well, they might have given you one, but not me. Like, was, I, bought, I bought one. Uh, wait, when did that come out? Two thousand three or four ish. I was working. I was working at the airport. Oh, so this was it was post GameStop. I don't know. No, that's not right. Because we had those at GameStop when we were there. I I think they gave us one at one of the managers' meetings. I didn't get one. I bought. Really? One. Maybe they just didn't like you. Did you leave Game? Wait, you left GameStop before I did, though, yeah. didn't you? Okay. So it's possible you got one. Because I left in 2005. Yeah, I was gone in like 2000, late 2003. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, you weren't there that long. Because I, I started there in 2002. Yeah. I like that they're making him walk. Like, this actually makes sense. Like, don't let a prisoner just sit there and have time to, like, figure out an escape. Put him yeah. on this fucking treadmill that makes and make perfect him sense. do something. Yeah, that'd be annoying. They get the incline all the way up, too. Yeah, they do. Man, that's rough. Yeah. But a good thing he hadn't been shot in the leg yet. Spoilers! Yeah, it clues them in there because they're like, oh, snake's in the background because his communication's down at this point. Pretty slick. This guy, ponytail guy, like oddly has a lot of respect for Snake. He must know some shit. Yeah, he. I mean, he knows exactly what happened in Cleveland. Yeah, I wish I did. God sure. damn. It have we have we talked about Cleveland? No, very much. Apparently, what can we say here about it? Rocks, according to Drew Carey. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um. So, so they mention it a lot in New York, and more in this one, I think. A lot in this one. Yeah. Um, well, they wait, should, did uh, they mention it in New York? Here's I was what, thinking it was between... Here's what they should do. Oh, shit. Here's what yeah, they should you're do. Yeah, right. Is they should have Escape from Cleveland yep. starring Wyatt Russell. Oh, my Ooh, gosh, that would be incredible. I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think you're absolutely right. It's in between. But they never tell you what happened. And they also never really elaborate on, like, why Snake is a criminal or taking it. Because I was thinking Cleveland was before New York, but it's I think it's between New York and L.A. And I think for whatever happened in Cleveland. Yeah, he requests the chopper. Okay. The Happy Kingdom. At the Happy Kingdom, because obviously you can't mention Disney. You don't yeah. want that C&D coming in. Yeah. Nope. Don't piss me off or I'll pull out my butt plug. You. Show me your unit. <laughs> hope you used, used lube. <laughs> Give me that unit. Oh, man. 
the president in this movie is such a little bitch. He, I mean, he is. He kills it, but he's a fucking bitch. Who was in '96? Clinton. Was it? Was yeah, it Clinton? Clinton? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he won in '92 and '96. Yeah. Then we had eight years of uh, W. Interesting that in the midst of of the Clinton run. They went that hard on a evangelical president. Yeah. Not not mm-hmm. saying that it's not a good thing to to bring into satire, but it just that it would occur to him to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like, oh, I just caught that that guy's like the evangelical about him in the like movement didn't really become a big deal until like. I want to say when Pat Buchanan ran for president in Patty, Patty, Buke, Buke. Yeah. When he, because, uh, like, Bush, like, won the primary, but Buchanan, like, scared the shit out of him and scared the shit out of a bunch of other people, uh, yeah. apparently. So, if you're going to wear a black latex singlet, are you going to put a dirty wife beater on under it? I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Probably not. Uh, you think it's all connected? You, you fucked it up, buddy. Like it's a all one piece? Yeah. No, that was definitely a separate undershirt. Gotcha. Man, I would be so fucked if I had to play like a basketball thing. Oh yeah, I would. If I had to do any sports-related shit, I'd be fucked. Yeah, there's there's literally no sport that that somebody could like hold me at gunpoint and demand that I perform in any way. I uh, like these guys wiping the blood up. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, no, there's there's nothing. Uh, shuffleboard, lacrosse, certainly not lacrosse. It's soccer, football, basketball. I probably couldn't even successfully cut that guy's head off. If they were like cut his head off with this wacky giant gardening tool. <laughs> Or we'll kill you. I'd be like, I just shoot me because I, I don't have the upper body strength to you're, sever. You're not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. Human head. Hell no. That would be really, really difficult. I'm trying to look up what he had to do. And okay, so he just had like a death match. Like he had to fight somebody in New York. Okay, which makes a lot more sense than basketball. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Yes, and again, they were trying to be, because uh, you know, basketball is, is a, uh, L.A. loves their basketball. Yeah. They love their Lakers. That's true. Which, uh, uh, to, to bring another thing into it, that Lakers show with John C. Riley. Yeah. It's fucking great. Dude, I'll watch Yeah, I heard that it's supposed to be pretty good. It was really uh, good. Like, so the, uh, the director of that, Adam McKay, who's done like a whole Who, bunch of Whose other- last project, maybe not quite as good. But, uh... What was that? The one where the uh, meteor's headed towards Earth and everybody's oh, freaking out. Uh, I, look up. Don't look, look up. up there. Don't look up. Don't yeah. look up. Not, look it, up it, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't look up there. Uh, <laughs> um, it was it was not great. I did, I did not watch it, but... Uh, I don't blame you. He's a... Uh, He's directed a bunch of Will Ferrell stuff. It looked like the subtitles, everybody's chanting L.A., but the subtitles made it look like everybody's going, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh... Adam 
Arcade is great. He's fantastic. He's he and uh, Will Ferrell had a falling out over that uh, Lakers show because oh, Will good. Ferrell wanted to play uh, Jerry the Buss, oh. the, the owner guy. Wow. He would not have been right for it. Right, and that's what Adam McKay said: "Is that like uh, you? This is not a role for you. Like, do uh, we need John C. Riley for this?" Wow. Yeah. Apparently, Will Ferrell did not take it. Well, well, I mean, he, I, I, I understand both sides, but yeah, Will Ferrell's not right for that role. It, it needed, needed, needed John C. Riley is is very like understated and he's great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that show is very. I think I think the second episode just came out. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Because I, I was, right? you know, we're so uh, yeah. I think it's HBO Max. Um, we're so used to. Well, I'm so used to one of two things. One, everything drops at once. Or two, by the time I hear about something, it's already like five episodes in. Yeah. Yeah. So I turned on the... I was like, oh, this... There was a trailer for it for something. I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And uh, so I put it on fully expecting there to be several episodes. And the first episode ended. And it did that thing where it goes down and it's just like the behind the scenes stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. This just started. Yeah. Damn it! Because I wanted to watch a bunch of them. So we got Sneak Plissken and uh, what everyone wanted to see, which is a uh, slow motion basketball. basketball game by himself. He's playing hoop dreams. I did read that he like practiced basketball for like a long time for this. Oh, it shows. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is this is just dumb as fuck. <laughs> slow motion. Yeah. Not even playing like. Okay, if you want to do this basketball thing, fucking fine. Why not have a bunch of, like, armed dudes trying to stop him? Yeah. Like, make it interesting. This is just dumb as fuck. He's running from one side of the court to the other. Yeah. Like, why not make it, you know, these five guys are defending and they've got giant razor blades or whatever the fuck. Do some, like, Thunderdome shit. Right. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And this is the point in the movie where I feel like Carpenter was just like, I don't really fucking care about this thing. Yeah. I like that uh, everyone is in a circle around the ring, and if you fail, they just shoot. They shoot towards they, each other. Yeah. They clearly just kill themselves. That's what that one guy got kicked out of Ronin for. <laughs> yeah. I also like that in the stands, all the people are separated by ethnicity. Well, I mean... I don't actually like that. Just to be clear, yeah. I think it's amusing. I am not saying I like that. Although they've they have established in this that like all the different gangs. Yeah. True. They had the Korean dragons. Right. Or Korean drivers, whichever. <laughs> Cuervo's black and chrome gun's pretty badass. Yeah, that's awesome. It looks like an accessory for an action figure. Yeah, it does. It totally does. Which is a shame that it's with somebody who just does not look like an action figure. No, no, not at all. And this guy, whoever plays, I'm not even going to look him up because I don't care, but whoever plays Cuervo, he's, he's fine. I mean, he looks yeah. he's looks perfect for the role. Yeah, he's supposed uh, to be like Che Guevara. Uh, right, right. That, right. That look. Act, acting, or uh, Zach DeLaRocca, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> che Guevara, wasn't he the singer for Rage Against the Machine? Yeah, sure. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's fine. He's the right amount of crazy. He does his job. Yeah. 
But it did know Isaac Hayes. Yeah, they. Just, I feel like they could have done a lot better with his his wardrobe. Oh, I agree. It's not much of a look. Mm. Yeah. Like make that guy look like Cobra Commander. Hell yeah. Like that would have been I mean, fucking awesome. They could do awesome. anything. The guy's yeah, got right, baby right, dolls right, doesn't... his head. Like, just do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, just make him look crazy. Why not? Steve Buscemi, on the other hand, is a great wardrobe look. Yeah, he looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, human beings, by the way, cannot just lift manhole covers like that. But you see it all the time, so we let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, holes are not that I mean, big. There's yeah. a fucking tool made for... Right, yeah. right. And there's a name for it, too. Yeah. There's, like, a specific name for the tool that lifts a manhole cover. Yeah. And I can't think what it is, because why the fuck would I even know that? No. But, like, yeah. I also agree with what you were saying. I I think it was, like, before we started recording, but you're saying how the sewers look so much nicer. And oh, yeah, yeah. The sewers look like... The, yeah. They're, like, the nicest, cleanest place in the whole movie. Yeah. Which... You know, may well have been intentional. Yeah. As another, like, statement about L.A. Look at little A.J. just acting her heart out. Oh, she's really good. Yeah, she does a good job with a tough role because she's, like, supposed to be this annoying, awful person, but also sympathetic at points. Like, yeah. I think she does a nice job with it. I mean, it is, like, really fucked up because she's like, oh, please take me back. And then she's like, oh, shit, you were sent here to kill me. Right. That's yeah. fucked up. By my dad. And she's wearing the hell out of those booty shorts. It's true. Yes. What Steve Buscemi knows it. He's dressed like he's in a ska band. <laughs> well, it is 1996. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That was definitely the, the height. 96, 97... That was the height of all that. Your your mighty mighty boss tones. That's right. Steve Buscami. That didn't work. No, I don't know what you were. Uh, I don't know what you were trying, trying to fit ska into his name, didn't I? Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, no, 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 no. You had to explain <laughs> it. Yeah. So it didn't never, totally work. Yeah. But now that you have, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Like my favorite. Um, bands or like like so i don't like ska but the fucking <clears throat> bands that like incorporate the word ska into their band name is hilarious like chupa scabra mephiscopheles yeah nebraska sure, sure i don't think that's a real one i think i made that no one. It's but awesome. it's good yeah. well there probably was yeah yeah <clears throat> they might not have gotten signed to, to moon records or anything yeah. but you know they were probably it literally in nebraska <laughs> yeah and they were like you guys Nebraska. There, there are 14 of us, and we live in Nebraska. We have horns. It's right there in the name of the state. Yeah. It's too good not to do. Yeah. It happened. That's canon. It is, in fact. I'll beat rock music. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. No. Here we go. It's time. It is time? Like, he just goes from, like, looking badass and then doing this dumb shit, and it's just like, damn. Well, okay, so... Let's put this in perspective, though. Yes, he has been looking badass. So, this whole scene that's coming up is dumb as fuck. Yeah. However, a dude that has never surfed in his life, but that hops on this surfboard and surfs the, the death monsoon surf of L.A., 
I mean, it's badass. It's silly as fuck. Yeah. But if you look at it as like and it this fits person with the LA did culture, this, right? And also, like, it makes sense that you know, there's all these earthquakes where there would be tsunamis. It makes sense. It's uh, it's it's silly, but it works. Um, but I'm not gonna be able to watch the scene with all of this water in it without uh, <laughs> taking a little break myself soon. So you guys keep this thing rolling. <clears throat> so I'll never forget watching this movie on VHS with my dad. And this is the scene where he looked at me and was like, this movie is bullshit. <laughs> um, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. This is the scene that really soured a lot of people, I think, on the on the franchise, really. Like, this is like... I mean, it, it is pretty goddamn goofy. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is, but... Yeah. Thank God he had another surfboard. Man. Why is he going to just let his doom buggy get destroyed, though? I mean, look at where they're living. <laughs> but that's like the nicest car, like in the, you know, city. <laughs> no. Map of the Stars, Eddie had a nice car. That's true. That's true. And Cuervo's got the dollhead car. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Bitchin'. All right, Point Break. Point Break was before this. Yeah, yeah I think sense. so. A far better movie. For sure. Should have got Swayze. Yeah. Swayze should have been the surf guy. Like, this is actually what makes it so ridiculous. <laughs> is the, the jumping onto the car from the surfing. <laughs> CGI was just <laughs> not there. Yeah. I hate that. I hate how Snake just completely breaks character. And he's like, later, dude. <laughs> Hang ten, bro. Hang ten, bro. High fives the dude, jumps on the car. They have no shortage of flaming barrels in the city. No. No. You, uh... In fact, like, I feel like that's going to, or will be our, uh, like one of our big like tips that we are living in an actual apocalypse is when there's flaming barrels everywhere yeah, like yeah in, until right. then it's just uh your, your garden variety uh societal upheaval <laughs> not a not a real apocalypse until we got flaming barrels on the corner of every street at least yeah. then you know shit's just fucked man poor steve buscemi yeah him smacking his head on the horn is actually hilarious. <clears throat> That's when they name drop Hershey. That's right. So, we, we made the observation that uh, you'll know you're living in a real apocalypse. When there's a flaming barrel on every street corner, <laughs> like every two feet, yeah. like literally yeah, right yeah. there, there are two of them. Yeah. And who who do those belong to? Who did that? There's nobody around. Yeah, it's just and that yeah. last scene, they were literally like every two feet. What is okay? What's the significance of Queen Mary? That's a thing. Like, there's something to that. I think it's like a museum. Like, it's like an old warship that you can tour. I, I believe. No clue. I'm looking it up now. I could have also just made that up. I feel like you did. Oh. 
Mary of Tech was queen of the United Kingdom. Well, that's, that's a lady. That's not a boat. Queen Mary boat. The queen Mary ship. It is a three-star hotel. Nailed it. What happened to the ship Queen Mary? It's now a floating hotel attraction and event and wedding venue in Southern California. Well, there you go. Good for it. Way to way to find a new purpose in life. Well, that makes sense because it looks all nice in here. Is a pool. Yeah, this is a pretty badass set. So uh, I'd just like to share with everybody who's listening a comment that I've just gotten on the Needless Things YouTube channel. And I love, I love when people leave comments. I love when people tell me stuff I don't know. Uh, and I also love things like this. <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to, well, okay, no, I will say. Uh, music listener record <laughs> left this comment. Jason, for me, over time, became very similar to a cartoon character. Match him up against the Terminator, and you know who will lose. Michael Myers, now another cartoon character. Frankenstein would rip his arm off and beat him senseless with it. That's the comment. Wow. That's, that's the whole last comment. That's incredible. Frequently, we just get comments that say, Come to Brazil. <laughs> Well, well, do you? No, we haven't yet. Well, I feel like we'd be huge. We'd I think it would be huge. I mean, they love Iron Maiden. I would be so mad if those fuckers didn't come to our show after years of requesting it on YouTube. Yeah, we're all you fucking people that yeah. have been leaving comments on our YouTube channel. Any band, like, if you just look at their YouTube comments, there's always comments. I don't know what the fuck it is. Come to Brazil? It says, come to Brazil. That comment, by the way, was, was left on the uh, review of... Uh, the Marvel Legends Doctor Strange. No, I'm just kidding. It was, okay. left, it was left on a Jason Voorhees figure. I was hoping it was not been, related at all. That would have been awesome. It's just, just random. random but yeah, out of nowhere. This guy just had to share this thought. Oh, man. Still a very strange comment. So here we have uh, Pam Greer as a character that really didn't need to be a post. Uh, transitional character, especially if it meant we had to listen to this voice for the last half hour of the movie. It's true. Yeah, very, very strange choice. I don't know why they made it. It doesn't sound like a man voice. It sounds like a woman voice with some kind of modulator on it. Yeah. Right? I do like the uh, the hairy armpits, though. Like, I, I, well, I don't like that, but I appreciate that they they went for that. Yeah. And I do wonder if all of the women in L.A. have hairy armpits. Like, is that just a thing? And we have uh, the gentleman who has been in every... If you need Asian henchmen of indeterminate nation of origin... Yes. He has been <laughs> in, in, in the everything. In the 80s and 90s. Yes. That's the guy you needed. He is, he is your... Diehard, lethal weapon... Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Well, he's, he's been in a lot of Carpenter's movies, I think. He was probably in New York also. Probably. He's just migrated over to L.A. Uh, I think New York might have been before, well, maybe. I don't know.
We're just all taken in with Pam Greer's wig at this point. Her her mini. There's like several ropes hanging. Her off mini on assets. There, there there's just several curtain poles. Yeah. Or whatever. Strange choice. <laughs> um, this shit. The night wind. Oh jeez. Oh gosh. Death from above. Okay, what's dumber? The, uh, the, surfing, the surfing or, or the hang gliders? I mean. The surfing. The surfing is still dumber. Yeah. And nothing. This is the point where I said, oh, this looks like that apocalypse game. Yeah. Well, like, the thing with it is, is that if there was a big-ass wave, in theory, maybe you could write it like that. Yeah. Like, this is not how hang gliders work no, at not all. all. Well, that's a good point. You're right. This is more ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because these things literally just float like little helicopters <laughs> for like a it's while. It's so stupid. <laughs> just flying it's, it's back like, and forth over the like top video of the game bullshit. Over the top of uh, magic magic world. What do they call yeah. mist? Happy kingdom. Magic kingdom. Oh yeah, happy kingdom. Yeah. That looks. She looks like she's wearing uh, the flying squirrel suit from the Batman. <laughs> God, it looks so bad. This is practical. It looks bad. This is some corny uh, ass fucking bullshit. <laughs> Look at this. Ah, this is painful. It's really hard to watch. And, and here's the thing. He's right there. He's like eight feet off the ground, and yet somehow, twenty minutes later, yeah. They're they're flying over this crowd, uh, just so. They, they, they caught some updrafts, bruh. Yeah. My gosh. I mean, why not? Again, there's a simple, just like with the basketball, like there's a simple solution to make it not stupid. Happy Kingdom by the sea is just make like a hover pack. Yep. We've got these hover packs, and I guess they they want to do low tech, so whatever. Who cares? Oh, and also, they hang glide in while all these fucking idiots are shooting directly up into the air. <laughs> yeah. It's a bad plan, all around. We it's forgot a bad, to talk about the most egregious cut I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, we did. We missed the sewer cut. Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, there was it was. There was a cut in the sewer that was, like, just atrocious. They're mid-conversation, and the scene just, like, fades really fast and then cuts to them talking, like, at a different angle. Yeah, they very clearly... Had like a lot of her backstory or something, maybe. Yeah, and they and cut her just like, well, "Fuck that, we're getting ready up. to kill her anyway." So yeah. let's just cut that out. Yeah, it's just so awkward, and so like just not like, as awkward as this fucking helicopter. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> I mean, the design is awesome. Yeah, but I this mean, CG like is so fucking bad. <laughs> what did what did these fucking lunatics think was going to happen? I don't know. This is a bad plan all around. Those those doors don't lock? Apparently not. They're bulletproof. Yeah. But, but they, they don't, don't lock. lock. They don't lock. So It's a good plan. Good plan. <clears throat> oh my gosh, this movie has 25 minutes left. No, it does not. <laughs> I, I bet it's close. Nah, it's more like 10 to 15-ish. I actually like the end. 15 is closer to 25 than I would care for. Um, 
Yeah, the end is great. I yeah. love the end of this movie, okay. and it actually kind of redeems the whole thing. Yeah. Nan's pretty sweet. Because it's almost like he's saying, you know what, fuck all of this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, including the movie, it's yeah. almost kind of meta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so meta that he looks at the camera. And he does look at the camera. <laughs> uh, well, and says, welcome to the human race. <laughs> Which means nothing. And also does not sound like a line that Snake Plissken would say. No. Which just bothers me. Well, and it would say he, he lost to nobody. In like one. Yeah, to nobody. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? What? It, it went down five minutes in like the span of one minute. Oh, okay, so we've got 20 minutes left. Yeah. Ugh, these fucking gliders. Look, how are they now like a mile up? I don't know. And here we go, glider nonsense. And look, I, normally I would love to, why not give them, why should I give them little tiny hot air balloons? Like a little individual, yes, personal yes. hot air balloons. And they're just like controlling them. Yeah, that yeah. would have been awesome. Yeah. I would have gone for that. Yeah. Just about anything would have worked better than Yeah. This. So somehow Steve Buscemi, who took off last, yeah. by the way... Has arrived first, so because his hang glider is faster than the other hang glider. Of course, he's wiry. Yeah, he made it go faster. Yeah, found him sort of alive. He's so good at playing both sides in this. Yeah, he's just a survivor. Like he's just like I'll team up with whoever. Yeah, his his character is the most well-executed thing about this entire movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that and, like, you know, I, I, I do like the social commentary and the, uh, you know, the whole, like, the morality of America. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, the, I really the like overall, that. the overall, like, idea behind everything is, is great. Yeah. It's just the execution. It's this <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking trash. Silly. Also, like, it frequently shows Kurt Russell on this hang glider. It looks like he's, like, throwing some... Oh, it's grenades. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually do have, like... So I was like, what are they throwing? But, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I know how they got there on those hang gliders, is they caught the updrafts from all of the burning barrels all over oh, the place. Oh! That's some video game okay. bullshit. Okay. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You would. You yeah, would have to go, go through the it. city, and then, yeah. oh, look, there's a barrel. Whoosh. Yep, that's exactly it. Yep, you're right. You're right. Good Good call. Good call. This is totally awesome now. <laughs> and, and, and every time there's an explosion, it blows them yep. further back up. Right? Sure, the yeah. hot air. Dude, you've, this, is this movie is fucking awesome now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all totally perfect. Totally. I don't know if I'd go that far. Um. Oh, my God. Just looks so bad. I did like how I crash landed into somebody though. Oh, into the main bad guy yeah. because you can aim a hang glider, yeah, a hang glider that well. That's yeah. how hang gliders work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if if you know how to use the updrafts, that's oh how yeah. hang gliders work. I just remember that dumbass Three Stooges fight scene that we're about to see. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the where they do like a dosey do. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Right? Like, yeah. It's like. 
clearly didn't have like a choreographer. They're just like making. Yeah, they're shit just out. fucking. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward cut. Yeah. Oh, it's it's somewhere right here. It is. He just like spins it. Yeah. What? What was that? I don't know. <laughs> so fucking weird. I mean, he might as well have like poked him in the eyes and be like, wah, wah, wah. and know? and as many people as Snake Plissken has nonchalantly killed in seconds. Yeah. He has to fight this bozo. Yeah. For like a while. Yeah. And he doesn't even kill him. No, him. he never yeah. even kills him. Fucking bullshit. Welcome to the human race. <laughs> so dumb. Was the what was the other one he said? The future is now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Which I want to say was the tagline. I mean, it's it's better than Welcome to the Human Race. <laughs> so bad. Like New York is straight up a good movie. Yes. Yes. Like it really is. Um. And this, this is straight this up a bad straight movie. Straight up a bad movie. Yeah, I guess you're right. But it is, I mean, it is entertaining. It's yes. not Ghosts of Mars bad. No, no, no. It's one that I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad that I had to rewatch it. Do you think that Desolation Desolation Jones could be related to Cuervo Jones? Maybe. Mmm. I like it. It's possible. Oh, the tagline was just Snake is back. Could we possibly see a movie in the future where Desolation Jones teams up with Cuervo Jones? Oh, I hope so. That would be amazing. We need a precursor to... Uh, man, I wish... Uh, I wish there had been money and investment like personal emotional investment not like financial investment uh to make uh, escape from mars oh yeah like i wish that movie could have happened like john carpenter presumably at one point had it in his head So apparently, he apparently John Carpenter has recently been talking about Escape from L.A. and basically saying how it's been panned and maligned for years, but like I guess it is developing a cult following. And he's like, I'm happy that people are enjoying it. I guess he, I guess he's not as a negative on it. Oh, well, yeah, I think he's realistic. Like I don't think he's a guy that's going to look back at anything he's done and be like, I'm so ashamed of this because yeah. like. Oh, no. He strikes me as a guy that, okay, it's, all right. First of all, he just jumps out of this helicopter. He's fine. <laughs> Everybody in the back seat is incinerated. Snake puts on his heat-proof jacket that somehow protects his entire body and head and hair from being incinerated. Yes. While A.J. Langer is just wearing her booty shorts yep. and is fine. Completely fine. What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, I don't know. John Carpenter. What is this shit? 
I wish we could call him up. I wish I had Jackie C's phone number. <laughs> Jackie C. <laughs> God, there's a lot of articles like this. Why Escape from L.A. deserves a better look. It Escape does from not. L.A. is not as bad as you think. Yes, it is. Uh, just watched it. <laughs> look, it's pretty it's, much exactly as bad I mean, it's, as I think. it is fun. It is entertaining. Yeah. But it is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really is. It's, it's real bad. So she is going to jump out of this crashing helicopter, but the reason she's able to survive, and the reason Steve Buscemi was able to survive, is because, just like every other vehicle in this movie, this helicopter actually moves incredibly slowly. Oh my god, the vehicles in this movie are insanely slow. <laughs> yeah, her legs would have fucking snapped just then. Well, she but she is wearing her magical booty shorts that protect her from fire and from, from impact. They have shock absorbers. So at some right. point, Snake also jumped. Spoiler alert! Yeah, also jumped out. Was not actually in that explosion. Although these fucking dipshits that are about to walk up think yeah. that he just survives this. Like, let's think about that for a second. All of these people... Well, maybe they've been all seeing all this dumb people. shit, and they're like, well, I guess it just shit's weird, and I don't know. Not one person here is like, um, guys, did well, anybody else see that helicopter explode? Supposedly, you know, a living legend, so... Like, his hair's not even smoking. Do you guys see this? He's got the flame retardant jacket, Dave. <laughs> We don't use that word here. <laughs> Even though it would describe this movie very well. We need to, okay. We need to either come up with a new word other than retarded to describe things that we once would have described as retarded. Yeah. Or we as a planet need to all just sign a contract that says, because really... To me, retarded has never had anything to do with somebody with a mental disability or challenge. Mm -hmm. It's been to describe things like this. Yeah. So I think we as a society, as a people, should just agree that retarded means escape from L.A. <laughs> and not a negative connotation towards any group of people. So if somebody, like, really fucks up at, like, your job, you can be like, dude, are you escape from LA? <laughs> yes, they would be interchangeable yeah, terms. Yeah, I like it. Well, or, or yes, escape from LA could just be the new retarded. Yeah, I like that better. Dude, that was so escape from LA, and you'd be like, oh, fuck, you got me. <laughs> that hurt. I can't <laughs> believe you just called me escape from LA. Yeah. I feel really bad about myself now. <laughs> <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, shit! So this is where the little little plan all comes together. Oh yeah, Stacy Keach with his fucking ponytail <laughs> and his immaculate. There's there are some immaculate five o'clock shadows in this movie. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Terrific. Get that stubble on the double. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, the shit's perfect. <laughs> Kurt Russell's is perfection. Yeah, actually, Stacy Keach's, it stops just shy. It like it should go back a little further. Yeah, 
it doesn't go all the way to his neck, and it should. Although Kurt Russell's is going down onto his neck. Yeah, his is almost on his chest. <laughs> I bet they connect. Yeah, Probably. for sure. Yeah, he just, I mean, Kurt Russell can stand there and say nothing and just look bad. I, I could fun. watch him for two hours. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, moving. Yeah, he's just awesome. This makes, this makes me want to watch uh, Hateful Eight again. Fuck yeah. I love that movie. No, it's fantastic. I'm so happy I got to the theater to see it. I wish I had it. I went with uh, Oz and Sean, I guess? But yeah, it was seeing that in the theater was nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. Snapeless can... Is definitely one of my favorite like characters. I love him. He's just so badass. It's like perfect character design, perfect name. You know just enough about him to make him just fucking badass, but you don't really know anything about him. Yeah. Well, and what's funny, uh, as Escape from L.A. as this movie is, <laughs> it somehow doesn't in any way besmirch Snake Plissken. No, not at all. Isn't that weird? It is. Yeah, you, you would think it would. Like he's you, you even think after, after you watch this movie, you'd be like, "Man, Kurt Russell in that movie is so Escape from L.A." Yeah, but it's yeah. not. He's yeah. still a badass. Yeah. But I think that's mostly just down to Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, aside from like his couple like shitty lines, like "Welcome to the Human uh, Race," whatever the fuck that means. Well, even the "Welcome to the Human Race" is like it's it's dumb, but at that point, you're so happy that the movie's over. <laughs> That you're like, okay, that's fine. But the him yeah. high fiving that's, that's surf guy. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Slap me some skin, surfer bro. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he went like that. I got a piece, I got a piece out of here. Yeah. Big kahuna, hang loose. Yeah. And then he does a cartwheel. Yeah, he did a cartwheel and he had a snorkel. <laughs> that's exactly how I remember that yeah. happening. Gosh, this movie is still on. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, we're, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, he does we'll, the old switcheroo. It's we'll make we'll make a comment on the switcheroo and on how he shuts the earth down. Yeah, it's pretty badass. And how these guys are all shooting at each other. And with, yeah. Again. With how fucking terrible this world seems to be. Like, how, like, you can't even drink without Like, it doesn't even jail bother or, me that he no. turns off all the video games. Yeah. It's, like, good. Because the, all the video games here are probably just, like, Bible Challenge. Yeah, ex exactly. You remember when those would come in? Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, we get one or two copies. So... It was one or two too many. Um, final thoughts. Uh, they, we've already talked about the ending. The ending is great. He, he sends out the EMP or the pulse or whatever. Shuts, yeah. Sends the world back into the Dark Ages. Which, you got to think, though... All it really would take is for somebody to come up with a new, like, build a new power source. Like, is it really yeah. that big a deal? I don't know. I mean, I've heard, like, you know, there's, like, books written about, like, what if that happened to America. And, like, the shit would be fucked up for a while, I think. Huh. I mean, well, it wouldn't be, like, starting over from scratch. That's bullshit. Right, right. No, like, you don't have like to that. go back to rubbing sticks together. No, no. Like, we clearly know <laughs> enough to where we can... Yeah. But I, I think it would 
throw shit in disarray for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And this world needs some disarray. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, th- I mean, this is a fun movie. I'll watch this every couple of years for sure. Uh, as, as Escape from L.A. as it is. I would like to watch it both back to back. That would be... I, I would, too, because I feel like the tonally... They're so different. Yeah, yeah. Like, but maybe not. Yeah. No, this one is like. Well, no, I'm, and they're different. But I'm wondering if maybe Escape from New York has a little more whimsy than than we're maybe remembering right now. Because it's it's been a couple of years since I watched Escape from New York. Same. I think it does. I think it's got a little more humor. It's not like this. But yeah. I wonder if it's as different. I don't know. Well, instead of Steve Buscemi, he's got the taxi driver. Like, there's so much right, like, right. goofy shit in that one, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, Ernest Morganine's in it. Come on. Yeah, dude. Uh, Aaron, final thoughts about this, uh, this disaster is, uh, piece? This is, this is very Escape from L.A. <laughs> 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 I love L.A. <laughs> Thank you, Randy Newman. <laughs> you got a friend in L.A. <laughs> Your friendship will never escape from L.A. Yeah! <laughs> la, 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 la. Now you're a man. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, this movie's very escape from L.A., but I still love it. It was my first introduction to the Snake Plissken character. I mean, it's the, fun. Uh, Escape averse. <laughs> um, Escape averse. <laughs> um, I thoroughly enjoy it. I still think it's badass. Um, there's a lot of really, really dumb shit in it. Um, it is not a good movie. It is not a movie I would recommend to somebody who hasn't seen it. Like, oh, can I, you imagine being like super stoked about this and being like, "Dude, you've got to see Escape from LA." <laughs> Dude, like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh. I, the, I still think there's a lot of like, a, lo- a lot to like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of interesting ideas, a lot of great concepts. Um, up, upbeat, upbeat rock. rock. There's a lot of upbeat rock music. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I dig it. I think that, you know, if you, if you saw it when it came out and you hated it, maybe go into it with an open mind and be like, hey, this is just turn my brain off, watch some fun shit. Yeah. It's a little more Snake Plissken. I'm glad it exists. Like, I, I I think it's, you know, it would suck if we didn't have Escape from L.A. I, I'm glad we have both. Yeah, I agree. I, I would rather have it than not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, well, that's it. That's all we got. We're going to do a different movie next month. Yeah. Because uh, that's what we do. And uh, I don't what know. If, what if, like, we could only watch Escape from L.A. every month? Uh, I would quit. not appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. All right, you guys. Uh, we'll we'll talk to everybody soon. Yeah, we'll thanks be for back. listening. Nicole will be back next time. Yes, uh, yeah. We didn't mention she's she's she's, uh, she's here. She just didn't say anything. <laughs> she she, she hates, hates so this much. fucking movie. She was like, "I'll come over, but I'm not going to talk to her in that piece of shit." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she will be back next month. Hell yeah! Uh, as will we all for more dystopia, more dystopocalypse. Yes, that's right. I'm often reminded of a young lady uh, a few years ago 
who I was in a conversation with, and I, I mentioned something about like, oh, I, I was, you know, I said this on the podcast the other day, and she's like, oh, you have a podcast? And and it's mind blowing because the degree of acquaintance. It, it, it would have been impossible for me to believe that a person that I was this closely acquainted with was unaware of that. And and yet, that's the world we're in, where every venue I have available to promote the things that I do, whether it's the podcast or the YouTube channel or live stuff at, at conventions, whatever, is designed to work against me is designed to bury my posts so that people who might care about what I'm doing don't see them uh, because that's just how it is. So I, I just, uh, I enjoy what I do and I, I remember in my mind that I love this. I love you guys and I'll say it again right before the end. Uh, and that's why I'm doing it. Someday... It seems like I paused right as the music paused. I don't think that's ever happened before. Quite, I don't think it's ever been quite that synced up. Uh, check out that Needless Things YouTube channel. Check out the Needless Things podcast Facebook group. I have not been as active in there as I would like to be. Um, but again, for that very same reason, social media is all but worthless to me. I, sometimes I consider just dropping social media entirely and seeing if it affects the stuff that I do at all. I don't know what would happen, but but I, I would feel empty for like a month, maybe for a month. I love you guys. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.